Millennials versus the world. Go get you a woman, stop messing with girls. We tryna enhance, we tryna advance. Society got you all stuck in a trance. Like zombies when y'all walk. Killing men's about to whip out the chalk. Now let's sit down, have a little talk. Podcast game, we got it on lock. Millennials versus the world. 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 What up, what up, what up, good people? We got the Millennials vs. the World podcast. You know, it's your boy K.Dot Mims, man. The only spot you get authenticity and entertainment at the same time. So, checking in on the review, bro. So, y'all know, uh, Friday, what was that, the 19th, they came back out with that fire from 1994. That Lion King. Oh, I just can't wait to be king. Uh, so we're gonna review that real quick, man. I'm gonna try to keep it short, simple, to the point for y'all. First and foremost, man, the joint was dope to me. Um, now I, I see a lot of people saying like it was okay, it was straight, because uh, you know it come out Thursday night, so a lot of people was mad. But for, first and foremost, I don't know how you can be mad about something that um, is a remake. Like I get that if they remade it and didn't stick to the script at all. But, like, if you like the first one, the cartoon version, I don't see how you didn't like this one. Me, it put a little extra sauce on it because um, I have an appreciation for natural life, the natural pack and order, the whole, like, for, in, in Lion King's terms, uh, circle of life. That whole joint was dope. Um, let's start with the, with, the, with the visuals, yo. The visuals, the visuals was crazy, bro, from the real-size lions to the to the to the – actual uh size of all the other animals and how it wasn't cartoons and like you just compare like granted the cartoon was dope because when it came out but this joint right here was next level you really appreciate great editing visuals or whatever that crap is called because they did a daggone thing um uh they did a great job with the lions and like when i say a great job i mean like actually portraying like the way lions play they didn't like try to make it a cartoon the way lions wrestle the way lions sound the way they uh, greet each other the way they show love uh, the way they sleep in packs now I don't know about the whole I know don't nobody mess with the line he ain't nobody's prey but I, you know I don't know about the whole king joint but yo they did a super great job with that uh then let's go to the plot so the plot was like very similar uh you know Mufasa was proud to have a son Simba was prideful young wild and free ready to be king when he really wasn't just a young prince in the game doing his daggone thing being young Simba, shout out to J. Cole. Uh, being young Simba, grown Simba, doing his thing. Um, the plot was mostly the same. They ain't really changed nothing. They ain't really changed nothing, which I'm glad about. I think the dopest part of the movie was bringing it to the big screen in, like, real animal, real visual effect. That was the dopest thing. So let's go down to the actors. I think everybody did good. I think everybody did good. But I got to be a little critic right here. Uh, I didn't listen to be this. I'm not criticizing Beyonce's album. Uh, I her album was dope. I heard some snippets of it. When my wife was uh, listening to it before we went and saw. It, so that's super dope. I like the 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 vibe she going with. I like the whole, uh, you know, all my melanin queens. They getting they they just do, you know, Africa queens. I like that about it. I think that's a vibe. I like the fact that Beyonce is like headlining the um the albums the same way Kendrick was headlining Black Panther. So I think that's super dope. Beyonce can sing, so there ain't even no reason. That, y'all know the vocals was dope. Um, 
the the spirit song when when Simba was running back. Okay, let me get to that. My bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. I'm jumping the gun, jumping the gun, jumping the gun, jumping the gun. My fault. But all the actors did good, except I take it back. All of them did good, but you really, really, really have to find. They could have did better with with grown Simba, bro. Like grown Simba and Childish Gambino just didn't do it for me. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm glad that my cat that the cast looked like me. I'm glad that we had, first and foremost, let's start here. I think they should have had, like, Rafiki had, you know, African accent. Like, they should have had a little bit more of that, being that it took place in Africa. But being that we didn't get that, uh, I like, you know, I liked all the actors, bro. I liked, they did really well with the voices. They did really well with the energy through the voices. Because, you know, when you're talking on voiceovers, bro, you got to come with it in order to make people feel the vibe. Beyonce did amazing. Young Simba, I can't let me get let me get Young Simba's name. Young Simba did an amazing job. Um, he sounded good when he was singing as well. Uh, Nala, Young Nala did dope, super dope. Um, I'm terrible with names, so y'all don't judge me, y'all. Um, young Simba, Young Simba, Young Simba. Oh, JD McCray. JD McCray. Uh, that little dude can sing. He did his daggone thing. Uh, if I tear these names up, y'all can judge me. I really don't care because I'm an educator and I tear names up all the time. I'll learn them. Uh, Scar, bro. Scar's voice. Scar. First of all, let's start. Let's go down the line with characters just off the rip, bro. Let's just go off line with characters off the rip. So I'm gonna look at the I'm gonna look at the 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 people who played them, and then I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna critique it a little bit. So y'all know Childish Gambino was grown simple. I ain't really care for. His voiceover, his singing, his singing was terrible. You could tell Beyonce had to like scale it back for his to even make sense. So um, he he did the best he could. I'm not saying he was bad, but I think they could have did a little better with Grown Simba. Uh, again, he gets some votes because he looked like me. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm a little biased on that one. But he could have did a lot better, bro. He could have did a lot better. But I'll go with that. Beyonce, let's give her an A+. She just did her daggone thing. The queen, you know, well, you know, they call her King B. I ain't saying that. But the queen, she did her daggone thing, bro. She came through, shut it down, voice-wise, acting-wise, voiceovers. Nala, she was a little thug. Nala was about that life. Uh, remind me of my queen. If I'm, an, if I'm a lion and I need a queen, I'm going to Nala because she was about that. She fought, she fought with Simba against him, whooped his behind. Like, hey, bro, really? Like, this is the thing. So if you seen Lion King, I didn't say this at the beginning, but, like, spoiler alert. If you seen Lion King, bro, this is the thing that you got to realize. Nala... When she was an adult, and if you seen the movie when she came out, and Simba already met the, let me get there. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm excited, bro. I can't. I'm just jumping. My fault. I hope y'all follow me, bro. This joint was good. But Seth Rogen with Pumbaa, like it was like who can be a better Pumbaa than Seth Rogen? Like, bro, he killed that joint, and, and him and Timon was the funniest characters. Azazu was perfect. They did a great job with Azazu. His visual, him being that like babysitter you don't never want because he don't let you do nothing so they did a super dope job with him um bro the cast was all good through and through the hyenas and everything bro like i just can't really pick nobody out and 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 be like yo they need somebody new the whole the whole cast did a daggone thing bro and i cannot pronounce her first name is florence i'm not even gonna try to touch that last name but she did the main hyena like the leader of the hyenas Bruh, when I tell you she was vicious, when I tell you she was vicious, she was also on, uh, 
What was she also on? She was also the the if y'all seen if y'all watch Marvel, she was the original general in Black in uh, Civil War with the Black Panther. She was the girl that was like, "You better move or you will be moved." She did a super dope job with the uh with the hyenas, cause bro, the hyenas is like, it's like they're not really bad people. You feel me? They're not really bad. It's just like they out here trying to get it how they live, and if getting it how I live come across you. And I got to do you in in order to get it how I live. Uh, <laughs> we going to do what it do. So, I think she did a super dope job, bro. Like, she killed that joint. Rafiki is just Rafiki, bro. Like, he's the OG of the game. Like, peep this. A baboon that got all the knowledge and wisdom. And you got Mufasa, the king of the jungle, the most fierce, like, like, the the Dundonum of them all, he still, in a sense, bowed down to Rafiki because he knew, like, what this dude was capable of, what this dude knew. So, like, I love the big respect aspect between him and the Lions. Like, this, we could kill him, we could eat him, but you know you got to have respect when you can walk through the den and they're like, oh, he here, let's stand up. So now we're going to go through the actual, like, characters, the actual characters, bro. So, checking in. Hold on. Let me get some water real quick because my voice is a little scratchy. Hold on. My bad, good people. Yeah, but we're going to go into, like, the characters. Like, not the the actors that played them, but the actual characters. We got to start. We got to start with, you know what? Let's start with Scar. First and foremost, man, like, I'm not even going to compare because if you haven't seen, like, I don't think this movie did kids justice, and I'm going to tell you why. Unless you were a kid old enough to watch the first one, to have seen the first one, and I don't know how parents are about, like, putting them onto our childhood thing because I was born in 1990. So, The Lion King came out at the perfect time for me, so I could watch The Lion King when it came out and have it on, on tape and just watch it and watch it and be in love with it, but... If you've never seen the first one, I don't think you get a great, a true appreciation for the second one. But that's neither here nor there. Let's start with Scar, bro. Scar was one of the most well put together characters in the movie. And, you know, with cartoons, you can just, you could just kind of control. Well, I guess with digitizing, you can too. But the way they made Scar look, he just looked so desperate and, and, and motivated for power. And his name just matched his vibe. Like, in the cartoon, he just looked like an off-lion, the black sheep. But in this joint, he just looked so broken and, like, conniving. Like, bro, they did such a good scar a job with Scar's voice and the actual lion. Because with Scar, his whole thing is this, bro. I think we all have that person. Like, I think he represents the inner struggle of families. Like, we all got that person in a family. It might not be a sibling that, like, I'm here, but I really don't like where I'm at because somebody else outdoing me. You know what I'm saying? So, like, Scar represented that inner struggle of families and sometimes friendships, but, like, Scar had that, like, I'm going to get what I want, bro. And then the first one, he was like that, but in this one right here, like, he was uninterested in the family business in the first one, but in this second one, bro, Scar was not having it. He really was not having it, bro. He was like, hey, look, and the way they, the way they manipulated the visual so well, like, it was a scene where Simba... Was, you know, Simba didn't, he wasn't hip, he was young. So at the beginning, you know, he's talking to his uncle, like, hey, why wasn't you here today? I'm going to be the king, da-da-da. It was, you know how some lions kill the cubs of other lions. It was this scene where Simba was in front of Scar. You could tell that Scar just wanted to kill him right then and there, but he couldn't. A, because Mufasa would have did it to him. Y'all know that. B, 
it's just like all conniving people can't be openly conniving. Like all disloyal people can't be openly disloyal. So it's that sense of like, I got to trick y'all into believing that I'm somebody I'm not, but all in all, I still want to do what I want to do. Bruh, when, from, from beginning to end, Scar was like the most, I don't want to say prepped. Hey, Cash, dude, my dog just all in my, making all that noise. Come here. Um, He was the most well prepped. Like, it's like, we going to make sure they know who Scar was, bro. When Scar took over from, from when he, when he set up, from when he set up, um, from when he set up, uh, Mufasa, from when he was setting up with the hyenas, from when he became king. And that's the thing about Scar, bro, peep this, and I'm not going to any type order, but I'm just telling you, this is the thing about Scar that I did not know. He was trying to get at Mufasa's wife. His lady, bro. Like, when Mufasa died and he became king, he was like, come on, girl. You know you always wanted me. You just picked my brother. Bro, I wish somebody would. Like, my own brother. First of all, you kill me. That takes you out the whole, like, respect. But don't nobody know, so I get that. But you're going to try to take my wife, bro? My lady? So not only did you kill me, you've been plotting on what's mine for it. You, okay, you kill me and then try to kill your nephew, a.k.a. my son. You feel me? So Scar is just what that is, Scar. Scar is them hurt individuals walking around here that's out for their own and they think they should get it by any means necessary and it does not matter what you do to them. So uh, all in all, Scar was an A+. Visual-wise, character-wise, he was just vicious. He was conniving. I think Scar represents all those people that are like selfish to the point that's going to get which like everybody's selfish a little bit but he's one of those people that's like selfish to the core where whatever i want is going to outweigh whatever whatever anybody else wants so scar they what they wanted to portray they did they did a hell of a job now let's get to so that's scar he checked off the list we're gonna move on mufasa first the voice i'm glad they kept the voice from the first dude like if you didn't keep the voice from the first from the first one uh, James Oro Jones, like, you know, my man from coming to America for all my, y'all know how we checking in. First of all, let's start with the name. Mufasa is such a strong name, bro. Like, and the way, don't get me wrong, in the cartoon, he was strong looking. But the way they created this lion, the power of, like, I'm into nature. So y'all excuse the passion I'm talking to what about these animals. Because I feel like it's funny how, like, the animals got a natural pecking order that, like, really doesn't get, um challenge too often and it works but like the way his lion looked the way they just created this this big powerful like i'm powerful because i got it i'm powerful by nature and i'm strong when i gotta be i'm not strong just because out here like i do this in order to help my people or help you know the greater good bro i love everything about mufasa bro down to the voice the power what he represented <clears throat> excuse me how he was how he was raising his son how he was and this is the thing I think that people miss in the messages of simple things. Like, as strong as he is, how everybody fears him, he was still willing to tell his young cub, Simba, I was scared today when I was going to lose you. And I think in the society and the community that we live in, it's hard for big, strong, masculine people to break down to the people they care about. So I think it was good. Like, And don't get me wrong, it happened in both films. I just think with the visual of this real life joint, it just kind of hit home differently for me. So like, 
Mufasa was the king of the jungle. Wasn't nobody messing with him. Everybody feared him. If you didn't know, you was going to find out. But, like, I think that was a message in that. Like, no matter how big I am, no matter how strong I am, no matter how respected I am, like, I only do this because I got to I gotta do it, and then it's for the greater good. Like, Simba, I bang with you the long way, homie. And if, it take, if I got to get taken out for you to make it, I'm going to do that. So, like, that father-son relationship was dope. He was just such a... a um, powerful being bro like Mufasa got like a A++ bro he got an A++ he did his daggone thing with that um um what else boom 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 uh I hate the only thing I hate is like it show how like when somebody knows your weakness they can play it against you because many times and your child should be a weakness don't get me wrong your child should be a weakness but it's like Scar played on that joint so many times, and every time it, it ended up bad for uh, Mufasa because you know when you got a weakness, you got a weakness. Like when you got those those things that just control you because your heart's so big, it controls you. So with Mufasa, uh, as strong as he was, man, it was just like his love for his family kind of was a weakness, and I think that's not a bad thing. I think that when you're a king, you got to consider that. But it kind of take. I hate to make this comparison. It kind of take me to Black Panther, how uh, the king T'Challa's dad killed his brother, and he just never talked about it again. In a sense, like he ain't really had that weakness for his family, because when his son was about to die, he was like, "Okay, it's time to come home." Instead of him living, so like not comparing those movies, but like that sense of weakness, like he ain't have that for his family because he killed his own brother. And another thing I love about Mufasa, bro, that was really good. Um, uh, another thing that was really good, it was like when uh, Zazu, he went to Scar, he was like, Scar, why wasn't you here for your uh, nephew's um, ceremony? You know, he's going to be the king, da-da-da. You know, Scar's salty because he's supposed to be king after Mufasa because that's his younger brother. But uh, he wasn't there. And Zazu was like, man, I don't know what we're going to do with him. And Mufasa, like, did some real G- like how how big brother's supposed to be type Bob. He was like, bro, that's my brother. As long as I'm king, he'll always be treated as such. As messed up as Scar was, and as unmotivated as he was to do the right thing by the right people, Mufasa would never turn his back on his brother, bro. And I think that's loyalty to the T. Like I think that's what made that dude so great. And let alone his voice. The lessons that he taught young Simba by whatever age he was was super dope. So Mufasa got an A plus 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 plus. Did I miss anything about Mufasa? I got all this stuff written down. Not Mufasa, boom. And y'all know he he sacrificed his life. Like, we ain't got to talk about that. He was just about that life when it came to his son. He was just a strong individual. The king of the kings. He did his damn thing. Uh, let's move down the line to... What is who? What is Simba's mom's name? Sarabi. Sarabi. Sarabi was just like that. Hey, let me get Sarabi her credit, though, bro. If you do not, if you do not stay by your man's side after death like Sarabi, bro, I don't want you. I don't want you. And I'm going to tell you why. After she thought Mufasa was dead and Scar kept trying to get she was like, boy, boy, you will never be king, boy. Mufasa is round here. That's who owned this round here. So that joint was super dope, man. Like, I don't think people realize the loyalty factor for him to be. He had to be dead for at least year, like at least two, three years, four years. And she still was like, no, boy, I'm rocking with who I rock with. And granted, that was his brother, so that would have been awkward anyway. But Sarabi was like, yo, are you serious right now? 
she even went as far as like kind of starving because she, her loyalty just ran that deep. So she, they didn't show her a lot. She spoke. She spoke a little bit. Um, she spoke a little bit. She had some scenes, but they ain't show her a lot. But bro, she was a super dope character. I think she showed with a strong queen. You know, lions got that that like submissive mentality when it comes to female lions and male lions. So like it showed a great balance between like a strong king that loved his wife that, you know, respected her and put her on the same pedestal, but the natural order of their world, not our world, but their world was like, you know, the male line, then the female line. But I think that was super dope. Sarabi was loyal to the T. She was willing to go. She was willing to die in order to honor her man, which was Mufasa. So I really think that was super dope. Um, next, we got to get to the young prince, baby. Uh, the young prince. We're going with Simba. Simba, Simba, Simba. So, um, ah, I like Simba. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to dig in me a little bit, but I think every kid is his way. Uh, it's like the, the acting was good, all that, but we're talking about the actual movie. He was so ready that he wasn't ready. So, like, as all young kids do, I'm going to put Simba in, like, uh, teenager shoes. All young kids think they know everything. So you can't knock him for feeling like, hey, I know everything. I'm ready for this. Because when I was, I'm going to say, I know he wasn't 12, 13. When I was 12, 13, he felt the same way. Like, mm, I'm grown now. I can do my daggone thing. And I think his cockiness, his arrogance at a young age got him in a lot of trouble. Now, has our cockiness and arrogance got us in a lot of trouble? Absolutely. So, um... Uh, absolutely. So I think that I think that they did a good job with showing how like his little arrogance got him hit, got him in, in trouble and stuff. But, you know, all people do that. Young Simba was very um, uh, connected with his dad. And I think when you have that strong father figure uh, and mother figure, but like, you know, father figures, especially in our community, is sometimes missing. And I don't think people realize the good, like, what comes out of a lesson, a good, just old-fashioned lesson, like, hey, you was been dumb today, man, like, you can't do that, you gotta think about others, it, you know, your mom give you that look, your mom get with you, but when your pops come down on you, like, yo, you know what I'm saying, like, when your pops come down, he ain't even gotta beat you, that's the crazy part, Mufasa was like, chill with it, like, hey, um, what's my man name, not Rafiki, uh, Zazu, Take Nala home, man. Let me holler. Let me holler at Young Pimp real quick. And it didn't even end in a bad way. And I think the thing that we missed about Young Simba and Mufasa is like their communication, father to son, was like dope. It wasn't really like no, I gotta, I had to discipline you when I had to discipline you, but like they talked. And I think that's like it's so many small messages in this joint, bro. They talked and they was like, uh, you know, he's like, man, I only gotta be brave when I have to. I'm, I was scared for you, so he showed that that feminine, that not feminine, but like that that soft side for his son bro and it helped Simba out now Simba uh I ain't really gonna get into the death of Mufasa I, I think we that's the exact same as the old movie that's how that happened uh Scar was malicious he can control a teenager's mind which when you're young you know you're a product I'm gonna say product of your environment but like the people you're around and you consider influences can control what you think in your mind so it was easy for Scar to make Simba feel like it was his fault so that's uh, neither here nor there. The one thing that is hard and I think it's important to look at about Simba is like uh, Timon and, and Pumbaa weren't, weren't bad friends, but it shows you like 
what you surround yourself with, you will become. And that ain't a bad thing in his case, and it's not necessarily a good thing, but it just shows you, like, when you surround yourself by this person, that person, this person, that person, that's the type of person you will become. And they weren't bad people. They were, To me, they were just hippies, like, without the, the drugs and everything else. They were just hippies. They was just like, hey, man, we out here on this thing called, we out here on, in Africa, we doing a daggone thing, bro. This is our land. We don't do all that arguing, fussing, and fighting. We just live life. So it ain't a bad thing to take on, but bro, you a prince, my guy. You a king, my guy. Like, that's the thing, bro. Like, too many young kings and queens get thrown off of what sounds fun. Now, it sounds fun. It sounds good. But is that my purpose? Is that why, is that why I'm here? Am I here to be a hippie? No offense to Timon and Pumbaa. Am I here for that? Am I here for that? No, hell no, nah, man. You're supposed to take your throne and do your thing. So, um... Simba was cool, bro. You know, the end part. Simba is Simba. Like, I got respect for him. I'm going to give him a B plus. I'm not going to give Simba a Nyla. Nyla from child to all the way when, when her and Simba had the baby. She gets an A plus, 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 plus. I'm going to tell you why. First of all, for the jump, Nala was always down for the cause. And Simba's like, hey, let's go to the uh, elephant graveyard. She was like, are you sure? She's like, okay, I'm going to go with you. And I felt like she went so he wouldn't be alone. But uh, like even when they got in trouble, Nala was like, okay, look, we went. Let's go. It's always your one. When she a real one and she banged with you even before, y'all might not even be dating yet. When she a real one, she always tells you like when it's time to cut it off. Like, mm, hey, look, bro. We here, we saw it. Let's go ahead and get back. If your woman don't tell you, if she don't tell you that, she's not meant to be a woman. I'm telling you that right now. She was like, hey, look, bro, it's time. So she was ready to, to, to cut out. So the the girl Nala was like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's time to go. Whoop, whoop, whoop. You know how they got in trouble. I'm going to really focus on the grown Nala. The grown Nala. Like, bro, she was so strong as a young lady. And I'm going to tell you why. Like, even knowing that, like, she, when she left, she had to sneak out, and there was a scene where she was sneaking out from where everybody was asleep, and she almost got caught, caught by Scar and the, and the um, hyenas. And the scene was like, hey, I'm going to die anyway, but I'm going to test this before I get up out of here. So you see her, like, sneak from where they're sleeping to try to run out, and she was just looking for help. You know, she ended up finding Simba, but she was sacrificing her life either way because she can go look for help and ne never come back, or Scar and the hyenas would have caught her. And she would have died anyway. So so it was like good to see like, hey, I'm going out. I'm walking out on faith. You know, that's a whole nother segment right there. Walking out on faith. When I walk out on faith, that means you don't know what you're going to come back with. Damn. You don't know what you're going to come back with, but it happens. So, so when she walked out on faith, she went and found Simba, bro. When she found Simba, it shows you what your queen is supposed to do. She Like, hold on, bro. Like, is this, is this, this ain't, you ain't the same. And you got to have history. Now, you got to have a little history. You can't just be digging into somebody's stuff when you first meet them because you don't know them like that. But when you got history, like, they got history. And she like, yo, hold on, bro. Like, really? Is this, is this what we doing? Like, hold on, time out. Pause. Like, this is who you've become? And I don't think, I think people change. But I think everybody knows who they're supposed to be at the core of their being. Now, life takes you away from what you're supposed to be, what you should have done, what you shouldn't have done. But everybody knows what they're supposed to be. And when you have that, like, that that person, 
that's like, hey, look, man, I'm sad to say I can't bang with you no more. And that person holds like when you when he saw her and his heart was just like, Nala, oh, my God. And they was vibing out. You could tell that they was in love and all that great stuff. When you disappoint that person. It's a whole nother level because disappointment is far worse than pissing somebody off. When you disappoint that person, your 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 ace, the person you've always wanted to be with, the person you love the most, not when you make them mad, not when you make them sad, not when you irritate them, not when you do all that. When you piss somebody off. When you piss I'm mean, excuse me, not when you piss them off, when you disappoint somebody. When you disappoint some when you disappoint somebody like she was so disappointed of who, he, who the man he's become. And he wasn't a bad guy. It just, it just wasn't the king she envisioned, the king she knew he could be. And granted, she was right. Like, a lot of times, it's hard to hear the truth. So when Simba heard, he's like, bro, chill out. Because he didn't want the pressure. Pressure. These boys are under pressure. I heard he a college boy. I heard he a stepper. That pressure do it to you, man. That pressure do it to you. And, and she dug in him. He came back. He, and then when Rafiki came in, Rafiki is that mentor, bro. Like, to Mufasa, like, when you got a good mentor in your life, like, Rafiki, like, when she dug in him, she got mad at him. She was like, Nala, you know what I'm saying? Uh, let me finish Nala, then we'll get to Rafiki. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm just, the vibe is just on a million right now with the Lion King. So when she dug in his stuff, when she came back, she was always like, bro, I am not about to sit here and let this happen when I know that Scar... Is getting over like no we're all gonna die anyway like come on let's get ready to fight so when simba get back guess who was the ace boom coon ready for war bro i'm gonna pause for a second nyla 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 <clears throat> excuse me nyla she was like hey lioness let's rock out all them hyenas all that scar that didn't matter let's rock out why it's time my man back he came back with the WhatsApp, with the Dun Daughters. Time to go. We about to get it popping. They got it popping, and you all know, y'all know Symbol One and all that great stuff. That's not what it's about. Nala is that ride or die that every man should have. Nala is like the representation that there's still good women out here, and they was raised right. I'm telling you, bro, you need your ride or die. You always need that good look. Every real dude, I'm like, y'all can't tell me. Michelle Obama don't be getting Barack Obama right. You can look at her and be like, hey, look. You could tell she'll be like, hey, look, you know we're not going for that. If you think that, that man ran this country by himself, you got another thing coming. If you think Simba was ready to become king by himself, you got another thing coming. If you think that Every dude don't need a strong black, well, my bad, in my case, a strong black woman in this corner, strong woman. I'm not discriminating or, or justifying whatever type of woman you want, you want. But whatever type of woman she is, she got to be strong. I got a black woman in my case. I love my black woman. She, when when the, the biggest thing for any young king or queen is to be able to take criticism. And I'm telling you, women are the backbone of this society, the backbone of households, the backbone of 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 a strong man like don't get me wrong you can be strong on your own as a man but like a strong woman and a good woman take you to a whole nother level she she take you to a whole nother level bro because when y'all like when nala and simba was talking when nobody was around she had no reason to dig in them like that she wasn't doing it for the cameras she was really doing it for you and you got a strong woman that's doing it for you and showing you how to do bro you better hold on to her 
So uh, back to the scene. They was fighting. They took that over. Nala gets a eight. She's it's Mufasa than Nala for me. So boom, we that's what it is for me. Um, T Timon and uh, Pumon, uh, Timon and Pumbaa uh, are next. I ain't really got a long stint on them. Super dope characters. They were super funny. They did everything they were supposed to do. They were just modern day hippies. Like, and I love their vibe because you know what they represent? They represent the front, the people in life you meet after you've been through something and they don't judge you on where you've been. They take you as you are. They don't know what you've done. They don't care what you've done. They met you at this point. They accept you from this point. And then once they do that, hey, hey, bro, I hear you. I don't know about none of that. Let's just turn up. And I think everybody needs people in their life. And those people are the ones that get neglected the most. Like, sometimes people come into friendships so scarred. Like, Simba came in scarred uh, because of what he what he thought he did. But, like, they kept pushing. Like, nah, bro, come on, man. Like, no, don't worry about it. And even though he never shared what he did, they still stuck by his side. And a lot of times when you meet people like Timon and Pumbaa, you kind of, like, keep them at bay because they don't judge you. You're so used to being judged that when somebody don't judge you, it's not a vibe no more. So their characters was, was super needed. They would represent the people that are out here trying to heal, hurt people, or trying to help hurt people heal. They were there for it. They were real friends. They stuck together. And the thing was, like, when Nala came back, I need to know this, bro. I need to know this in minute 32. When Nala came back and they were singing that song, what's what's that song, man? Come on, Mims. Uh, when they were singing about him and Nala being in love, bro, it, it left my mind. Why is it that when your homie gets married or gets into a relationship, uh, gets gets married and gets into a relationship, why is it like you lost one? Like, I get it's a good thing. We don't hate the spouse or the, the person they pick because if you like them, I love them. But why is it always like you lost somebody? They were so sad when Nala came back like, yeah, we lost one. Bro, what is the name of that song, bro? Stop playing. They had in the jungle, the mighty, not that one. The line that, that she came back on that one. That's when she chased him. What was the other one? I gotta ask. Hold on. The, okay, I got it. I had to ask my wife. Can you feel the love tonight, bro? When they sung that, a they was hurt that they home they was about to lose a good one, which they didn't lose them because they came to the kingdom. And B, like. <laughs> They knew what it was. When you got real partners and you in love, bro, do y'all realize they didn't have to say nothing? As soon as they saw them two, they was like, bro, we lost one. When you bang with them the way they, the way Timon, Pumbaa, and Simba bang, because they bang, bro. They was they gang members together. When you bang like that, you know when you about to lose one, bro. So when you know you about to lose one, I'm telling you right now, they knew they lost him, but in a good way. I don't know why dudes always feel like, they got to be lost when they get in a relationship. But it is a universal thing. If any guy says they don't feel that way, they're lying. Are we happy for them? Absolutely. Do we feel a way? Yes. You feel like you lost one of your ace boom coons. In which they did and didn't in a sense because they weren't number one. But they were by far the light of the movie. The funny part. They were the people that brought it all together. They did a dope job with them too. They did a dope job with them too. They were super dope. So Timon and Pumbaa get uh, um, uh, a- they get an A minus. I love them. Uh, they were funny. I actually like the way uh, Timon always jumping on other people's head and nobody actually pays attention that he just runs around jumping on everybody else's head like he owns you. We ain't got to talk about it because, I mean, we all got those friends, right? 
So um, they were super dope. And just remember, they represent the people that come into our lives that's meant for healing. They don't judge you. All good vibes. And they just like you for who you are. And that's all that matters. Shout out to all the Timon and Pumbas out there, man. Y'all keep rocking doing what you do. Uh, Rafiki. Rafiki. Like, Rafiki represents that one OG in the hood. That one OG in the, you know, that one o, that one big homie you got. That one friend that's like 20 years older than you and he done did everything or she done did everything and they try to hit you to the game. Rafiki is just the OG of Africa, bro. Like, Mufasa may be the king, but Rafiki was the OG. Let's get that out the way. Rafiki was the OG, bro. And why, why I said everybody respected him. Like, when bro came through, clear a path. Don't matter. And the thing was, like, man, wisdom is just so underrated, bro. Like, the dude, the dude was just like, he was always calm. Everybody seeked him for, you know, everybody seeked guidance from him. Everybody wanted his mentorship. That goes back to something I'm telling you. Mufasa had to have a mentor. No matter how big, strong, powerful, all that great stuff he was, he had to have a mentor. He had a mentor. Rafiki was a mentor. You got, listen, in order to be a mentor or mentee, you have to go through some things that relate you to. You got to go through some things that connect you to, that that, that connect you to. Uh, they were connected, bro. And he was a great mentor. And I think it was so crazy. He was such a mentor that years down the line, he continued to meditate, motivate, and medicate, whatever he did. So when he knew that Simba was alive, he motivated Simba to go back just like that. He didn't motivate Simba because he was, you know, an inspirational speaker. He motivated him because he reminded he reminded him like Nala did. Nala sparked it. Nala sparked it, which most good women do. And then the mentor was like, hey, look, bro, I see it in you. Do you see it? And once you see what's inside of you, can't nobody stop it. Because what did he do as soon as he saw it? Took off. So Rafiki was like, uh, I'm gonna give him. The only reason I'm giving him an A, not a, I'm giving him a, a A. I'm gonna give him a B plus plus, and I'm gonna tell you why. They ain't show him enough. They ain't show him enough, bro. And they didn't do the whole like stick. You know, remember in the, in the cartoon when he hit him in the head with the stick, and he was like, "The past it hurts, but you can learn from it." Then he swung again, and then Simba ducked. They didn't even do that. Like he didn't even get the stick out until the end when he was whooping hyenas. Like, come on, man. You know the OGs stay strapped. Come on now. He pulled it out the tree like. He pulled it out of you like my old friend. Nah, bro, that joint been with you since the beginning of the days. So, no. Um, uh, but Rafiki get a B++. Did I miss anybody? Man, I did Young Simba. Young Nala was cool. I think I went over her. Uh, Zazu. My man Zazu, he's just the babysitter nobody wants because you can't do nothing with him. But he's... Eh, oh, well, well, he is loyal. I was just singing that song. But he is very loyal. Uh, super dope cash, bro. Super dope cash. So, I... That's my take on Lion King. If you heard somebody that's like, hey, we didn't like it. We don't know about it. Whoop de whoop whoop da 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 da. I am sorry, but you just don't like you just didn't appreciate the first one. The the musical, the musicals, uh, excuse me, the songs were dope. I think I already told y'all I didn't like Childish Game being on Beyonce. Beyonce was scaling back not to sound bad with him because he can't sing. No offense, like. He really can't sing. So I'm not going to hate on nobody, but the truth is the truth. Now, he's paid millions, and if he sung a song, you will pay for it because we know Childish Gambino, but he's not a singer. Let's be real about that. Um, But the Lion King, bro, I'm going to call it 2.0. Go see it, man. Go see it, show major love, and enjoy it. You got to go with somebody that wants to see it. You can't go with nobody that's wanting to see if it's bad or not. 
Go with somebody that wants to see it because they will appreciate it. So uh, let me know what y'all think about the whole vibe about The Lion King, uh, what I said about the characters, if you disagree with my, um, my, my ratings, all that. Also, y'all need to check out the, the soundtrack. I think Beyonce did a hell of a job with the soundtrack. I think I said that earlier, but you got to, got to, got to, got to listen to the soundtrack. Super dope. Uh, Lion King, man. I have, like I said, I have an appreciation for natural life, the natural pecking order. Uh, I loved the movie when I was a kid. I actually, like, watched it again in order to see it. And I think for me, getting to the age, I'm, uh, you know, getting older. Well, I don't know if you consider older. I'm 28. But, like, the thing I'm realizing is, like, to see my childhood things be recreated for another childhood, like, that's crazy. Like, even with shoes coming back out that was in and stuff like that, like, that's part of it for me, too. I think it's super dope to see the other things. Uh, I didn't do a review on Aladdin because I didn't go see Aladdin. I had no desire to go see it. But Lion King 2.0, man. Millennials versus the world. Y'all know we checking in, man. Show major love.